the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Have on hand when Election Day rolls around. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy testifying remotely before a Senate committee earlier today says the Postal Service is fully capable and committed to delivering the nation's election mail securely and on time. Also at townhall.com, the first virtual political convention has come to an end. The 2020 Democratic National Convention in Milwaukee has concluded. Former Vice President Joe Biden accepted the party's nomination in Wilmington, Delaware, and many other participants made live and taped remarks from around the country. Convention Chairman Benny Thompson gaveled in each session from Mississippi. Four actresses hosted each night from a studio in Los Angeles. Pre-recorded and live applause was shown on video screens after every major speech, including the one by the candidate and his running mate, Senator Kamala Harris. In Milwaukee, I'm Bernie Bennett. Protesters in Portland have clashed again with federal agents outside a U.S. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement building overnight. Police say a group of about 100 people sprayed the building with graffiti, hurled rocks and bottles at agents, and shined laser lights at them. The agents set off smoke or tear gas and used crowd-controlled munitions. In response, three people arrested. President Trump and his family will be holding a private memorial service for the the president's younger brother at the White House today. Robert Trump, who died last weekend at age 71, will be remembered during the private service. The president said his brother loved our country so much and believed having a service at the White House would be appropriate. Over the past 200 years, the White House has seen 18 weddings, and at least 10 people are known to have died there, including two presidents and three first ladies. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. U.S. Uh, home sales rose a record-breaking 24.7% in July. That extends last month's rebound. On Wall Street, stocks are mixed. The Dow ahead 31 points, but the NAS, uh, S&P rather, is down two. More on these stories at townhall.com. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Excellent. Breathtaking. A movie that is changing hearts and minds. I really feel inspired. We're going to put up statues because of what this film may do. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. They want to cover up history. I didn't study that kind of stuff when I was in history. They are actively learning their history wrong. Why have you hidden this from me? Starring Larry Elder. And Uncle Tom is somebody who has sold out by embracing the white man. Candace Owens. I'm a black female. I should be at the top of the progressive stack. Brandon Tatum. They believe that I want to be accepted in the white community, kind of like the house Negro back in slavery. And Herman Cain. As my late grandfathers used to say, I does not care. These are the voices of the movie Uncle Tom. Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code Prager for 20% off. Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio next here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. I'm Lee Michaels, your weekend forecast, 87 this afternoon. Do see a chance of a scattered shower thunderstorm could pop up tonight. It'll start to clear out on your Saturday with uh, partly cloudy skies and a high around 85. Sunday looks good, too, partly cloudy and mid-80s once again. Stick around for Like It Matters Radio, the Dana Show at noon. Ben Shapiro at 3 here on Freedom 1570. The past few months have spurred necessary conversations about race and justice in America and whether or not we're tackling these issues honestly. On September 17th, we're bringing together Larry Elder and Candace Owens to help us navigate these turbulent times and come to a greater understanding of the real issues we face. Join us live for Unbiased, Unvarnished Truth Behind Race in America. Get your tickets today at Freedom1570.com. Unbiased is brought to you by Roof to Deck Decoration, the Christmas lighting people.
paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is sponsored by the Wilden Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of Weed Killer Roundup. Call our Weed Killer Cancer Hotline now to see if you are entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and exposed to Roundup, call now. Our attorneys have the experience and specialize in fighting for everyday people to get you the compensation you deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-880-8579 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-880-8579. 800-880-8579. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about repurposing. You know, repurposing. You know, I, I love words. Words have meaning. The right words at the right time can change someone's life. And so two words we're going to focus on today, uh, purposing. What is your purpose, right? It's our, our purpose is why do we get up each day, do what we do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again. And when we have a purpose then the ups and downs of life don't affect us as much as someone without a purpose. And then when you put the re in front of it, you know, re is a, a, a what is it called, a prefix, a word that you put before another word. And the prefix re uh, basically means to do again, you know, to redo something, to do again, to, to restart something is to start again, to, to refinish is, is to finish again, to rerun is to run again, hear it? So to repurpose. So we have a purpose, and we're going along, but there comes a time where we need to, quote, repurpose. You know, life is an undulating line. If you think about it, it has highs and lows. And I always tell people, if you don't believe me, uh, go into a local emergency room, go into a quick care center, and tell them that you're having chest pains. And what they will do is they'll uh, rush you in real quick, uh, they'll hook you up to an electrocardiogram machine, an EKG machine that reads the rhythms of your heart. And you'll want to see a systolic and a diastolic, a rising and a falling. And see, that's what life is. It, it's an undulating line. It has peaks, it has valleys, it has highs, and it has lows. And the problem is a lot of people stopped dreaming a long time ago. They've been disappointed. You know, expectations are the seeds of disappointment, some stupid quote says. I hate that quote. But so a lot of people cut out the middleman. Since they've had expectations, had dreams, had desires that were never met, and then they got disappointed and depressed, they decided to lower the bar, to no longer uh, have any um, expectations. And so they don't go high enough anymore. And then we all know the pain, the pain of the valley, the pain of the emptiness, the the pain of loneliness that some of us are experiencing right now in this uh, COVID-19 fiasco. And so we stop feeling, we go numb. Uh, in psychological terms, we call it self-medicating. You know, this will, and we all self-medicate. Some of us do it by pot. Some of us do it by alcohol. Some do it sexually. Uh, some self-medicate with God. Some do it at the gym, right, where we, we go numb. Some of you sleep 12 hours a day and still are tired. So you, you got to realize we, we shut things off so we don't, nothing gets to us anymore. And here's the problem. If nothing gets to you, then nobody can get to you. And I don't mean that in a good way. I mean that in a bad way. There are people out there right now that it's hard to reach because they're numb. Nothing gets them anxious. Nothing gets them sad. They're just flatlining. And I always tell people, if you were hooked up to an EKG machine, unless there was a technical error, you would never see a flatline. You know why? 
because you're dead. Stick a fork in it. And ladies and gentlemen, we all have a purpose. We all have a reason. Purposive striving is, is our, should be our outcome for life. Everything we do should be done for a purpose. And why am I bringing this up? Because I always like to see examples in life of what's going on and then see how we can tie it into ourselves personally into a leadership mode. Uh, and love the article. I don't know if you heard, but Kodak, uh, the phot- photography company, is shifting to drug manufacturing in effort to fight the pandemic. I don't know if you know this, but something like 90% of all of our pharmacies, uh, not all of our pharmacies, I should say 90% of all of our antibiotics come from China. And something like 80% of all pharmaceutical-grade stuff, the, the basic building blocks for medicine, are in China. I mean... This pandemic has done one good, well, two good things. One, it's, it's awakened the black conservative voices. I love seeing all these people of color standing up, supporting Trump, and saying, I'm a conservative. I, I walked away. Hashtag walk away. People are walking away from the Democratic Party, and that's what Thanks, this pandemic brother. has done. Yeah, it's a huge thank you. But the second thing it's done uh, is it's really gotten business uh, to refocus on, on serving America. That's what I love about Trump. He's an America first guy. He's a lot of problems. A lot of things I don't care for and wish he wouldn't do. But, man, where else are you going to go, Christians? Uh, he defends us. He's pro-life. He's pro-Israel. He supports our right to say Jesus Christ outside of a swear word in the public square. So where else are you going to go? But what he's done is he's got companies who make one thing now making ventilators and making masks. It's like World War II again. He doesn't get the credit he deserves because the media hates him and wants you to hate him because they got to make you believe he's a racist and he's this and he's that. Yeah, they want to silence you, silence your thought. But what they did with Kodak is they came up with a deal. It's almost like a $100, billion, uh, $100 million deal where they loaned. And what Kodak is going to do now is they're going to start making the pharmaceutical-grade products, the building blocks uh, for prescriptions that we need. Because why would we depend on our enemy to give us our medication? I mean, remember, this is the China virus. This China created this virus, or at least let it go and didn't tell the world. Look at the damage they've done. And so now to rely on them to get our medicine, that's just crazy, just crazy. And so just like Kodak is being repurposed, it's taken what they used to do, and now doing something different. Now they're going to be one of the greatest manufacturers of pharmaceutical-grade products. It's just stunning how we can repurpose ourselves. And one thing I've learned over the years is we usually don't repurpose when things are going well. When things are going well, we're on the high end of the undulating line, and we're smelling ourselves. We're, uh, we're thinking we're pretty good. But it's only where we're at the low points of that undulating line. And the longer we're at those low points, we start considering things. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time to consider things. Just like Kodak has repurposed itself. Just like gyms now are going out of business. Just like so many companies that have been around for 50, 100 years are having to repurpose themselves. What if this is a chance for us to repurpose ourselves? I know for Like It Matters, we're being forced to repurpose. You know, this COVID-19 has brought about changes that I've been thinking about for a long time, but now I have to. I mean, we're basically outlawed from making money. We got a class uh, August 20th, uh, six people. We got to keep them small. I got an opening for two more. We make them eight people. But outside of that, I I can't live off of doing a class every couple months of six to eight people. Uh, The bill collectors don't like that. And so I'm at a point of being forced to repurpose. And so today, that's what we're going to talk about, the whole concept of repurposing. Because we've got to realize is you are unique, just like I'm unique. Nobody has your fingerprints. Nobody has your DNA. Nobody has your pattern of your ears. No one has the swing of your gait. There's only one you. And when you're not sure what your purpose is or things have changed, it's time to repurpose. And so today, we're going to talk about that. What is a purpose? A purpose is your reason for being. It's why you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again. In the corporate world, we form it in the form of a statement called a mission statement. It's your purpose statement. It it consists of three pieces. It's who you are. It's what you do and the quality in which you do it. It really gets down to the existential questions of why. 
Why do you get up each day, do what you do, and go home at night and get up the next day and do it again and again? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet and it was time to find out if there was a God, how would you know if you did what you were put here to do? How do you know why God has you here? How do you know why you're serving your kids or whatever? See, these are all existential questions. And unless you ask and then find the answer to these existential questions, then you're just like a ship floating through the ocean of life. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about repurposing. And we'll be back in three minutes. Have a point. A time to gain, a time to lose, a time to rend, a time to sow, a time for love, a time for hate, a time for peace. I swear it's not Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. Get a $3,900 Konica Minolta copier for your business for just $19.50 through this special offer from Tops and this station. There's only one half-price copier. Go to the station's website, click on the More tab, then Half Price Offers, or call the station now. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. In the Spanish flu in 1918, it was like 1.6 million Americans who died from that. And there's no evidence that Woodrow Wilson had even said anything public about it. In 1957, there was some moderate reaction to it, as in schools might close for a few days here or there. But you didn't see this kind of nationwide panic inducement that you're seeing with the coverage of this, where they're almost like rooting for the virus to win over and against America. We have a tough virus. The whole world has a tough virus to deal with. But I don't see enough in the media coverage about how much is going well and how capable we are to handle it. It seems they want to keep everything shut down. Businesses, schools, churches, everything but mass protests and riots. Well, I was born on a Sunday. Well, 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. That was Molly Hemingway that you were listening to. And I shake my heads when I hear this, ladies and gentlemen, because I know some of you don't like Trump. I get it. But this is not about pro-Trump or bad Trump. It's about the factual reality that we're being programmed by the media. We're being told what to believe, what to feel, what to think. And there is mass panic. Uh, there's something not right. Yes, there's a virus. Yes, uh, it's going to, if you are a weak immune system, and every once in a while, if you don't have a weak immune system, it's going to kill you. But lots of things kill us. I don't know how many people die a day, but I'm pretty sure it's close to uh, tens of thousands, 30, 40, 50,000 people die a day in America, I'm sure. I mean, auto accidents, cancer, uh, heart disease, accidents, taking selfies, uh, all kinds of things. And the Bible's pretty clear. There's a there's a time to live and a time to die. Uh, that is appointed for man to die one time and then be judged. And today we're talking about, you know, repurposing. Because what we're doing is we're taking a lot of companies and repurposing. You know, uh, the different companies. Uh, Ford was used to uh, repurpose its plant to start making ventilators. Uh, I think it's 3M uh, repurposed to start making some, uh, some protective gear. Uh, and now Kodak. Kodak, our film company, that in 2012, I think it was about eight, nine years ago, had to declare bankruptcy, came out of it, kind of wanted to find its new purpose. And in the pandemic, it has found its purpose. Now we're going to start taking back our, our pharmacological pr- production. I mean, right now we depend on China, an enemy, a, a country that wants to defeat us, that wants to rule the world, and yet we're dependent on China for our medicine, 90% of our, our antibiotics, 80% of our, all pharmaceutical-grade products come from China. Oh, my gosh, wake up, America. Hashtag wake up, America, right? we got to wake up, America. This is one of the good things outside of the other good thing I was saying was that, man, conservative black voices are rising up. Man, people are walking away from the Democratic Party. Finally, the, the people of color are coming home to the Republican Party. I mean, the Republican Party was started by abolitionists. Our first president was Abraham Lincoln. He, wasn't the, uh, he was not only the first Republican president, he was the first Republican nominee. There was no Republican Party before that time. You've got to get this. So it was the Republicans that freed the slaves, the Emancipation Proclamation. It was the Republicans that gave uh, black people the right to vote. It was Republicans that made them natural citizens when they were brought over here. It was the Republican Party that welcomed the first black U.S. senator almost 100 years before the Democrats did. Matter of fact, the first... the first 23 elected individuals, black individuals, in House of Representatives of the Senate were all black. You just got to get this. And so it's nice to see black people finally coming back home. Notice I say back home uh, because Martin Luther King dad's, uh, uh, Jr.'s dad was a Republican. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was a conservative. He was a Bible-toting, Jesus-believing uh, conservative person. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that's one thing, reason we do this show is so we can learn how to think, to quit being told what to think. And when you have a purpose— you have a reason to do what you do. It's not just a J-O-B. It's not just checking a box. You're emotionally involved. You're enthusiastic. You have feelings toward what you're doing. That's why we teach people in our leadership training, and you can read about it at likeitmatters.net, about having a mission statement and a purpose. And, you know, President Trump has been repurposing lots of companies to put America first, and he doesn't get any credit. But if you just do your own research and quit listening to the media that hates them so much that wants to destroy this country because the ends justifies the means. If you believe that somebody's an existential threat, in other words, a threat to your existence, then you will do anything to get rid of them, even something illegal. And what they've got themselves believing is that he's an existential threat. So anything that gets rid of him, even if it hurts a lot of people, in the bigger picture, they can justify it's okay. So that's why we can spy on people now. We can lie about people. We can keep in deep state people to spy on every phone call and every conversation and then call, come out and want to get them impeached. I mean, at some point, whether you like the guy or not, you got to see what's happening is not right. It's unfair. So do you realize there's a lot of companies that have been repurposed over the history of lifetime? This was from the Huffington Post, uh, what, eight years ago, seven years ago? Taco Bell started as a hot dog stand. 
long before the gordita, shells made of Dorito and all the other ways cheese and uh, <laughs> uh, hamburger meat have been put together in the name of Mexican food. Glenn Bell, that's his name, believe it or not, Glenn Bell, that's why it's called Taco Bell. Glenn Bell opened a hot dog stand in San, Bernard- uh, San Bernardino, California. You ready for this? 1946. Bell switched focus, and eventually Taco Bell was born in 1962. How about this? You know, Wrigley, you know, got its start as a soap maker. Says the confectioner that gives us Juicy Fruit, Orbit, Skittles, and other sweets, got its start with a product you can only put in your mouth if your mother heard you curse. It sold soap and baking soda, uh, starting in 1891. Isn't that incredible? Marriott, you know, Marriott, the huge hotel chain, Originally started as a root beer stand, then moved into catering to uh, places close to airport and then catering on airplanes, believe it or not. And now it's become one of the fancy schmancy hotels. Nintendo, uh, I love my gamer. I'm a gamer. I do Animal Crossing. I do Pokemon. Yep, Mr. Black, you just heard it, is an Animal Crosser. Absolutely, I am. Absolutely. Blathers and me are really close. We know each other well. Yeah, I know. I know people are crying around and screaming. I know they got the black man. They got the black man. Yes, they did. They did. But Nintendo started as a playing card company, believe it or not. Nintendo has been a gaming company from the start, but its analog days looked a lot different. Uh, Yamauchi is his name, started producing playing cards, first Japanese cards and then Western-style ones, in 1889. Can you believe that? American Express, I mean, think of the name, American Express. You know how it started? It delivered mail. A counterpart, the U.S. Postal Service. Back then, in 1850, we knew the post office was screwed up. (laughs) That was a long time ago. A long time ago. Samsung, right, started by making noodles. The man who founded the electronics giant we now know and love in all of our phones, right? Started off with a trade company in 1938. Shipped dried Korean fish, vegetables, and its own brand of noodles. How about this? I didn't know this. NASCAR. NASCAR. Hey, Bubba, how you doing? NASCAR got it. Start running bootleg liquor. Did you know that? Many of the first NASCAR drivers made their bones speeding from the police with souped-up cars full of homemade whiskey during Prohibition. Proving NASCAR wasn't always mind-numbingly boring. I, I'm just reading what it said. This is from a liberal blog, so no wonder they called NASCAR boring. So, ladies and gentlemen, you got to know that it's time to repurpose. But in order to repurpose, we first have to purpose. Har- Harvey McKay tells a wonderful story about a cab driver that proved this point. Uh, he was waiting in line for a ride at the airport one day, and a cab pulled up. And the first thing Harvey noticed was that the taxi was polished to a bright shine, and that was a little bit different. Smartly dressed in a white shirt, black tie, and freshly pressed black slacks, the cab driver jumped out, rounded the car, and opened up the door for Harvey. He handed my friend a laminated card and said, I'm Wally, your driver. While I'm loading your bags in the trunk, I'd like you to read my mission statement. So taken aback, Harvey read the card. It said, Wally's mission statement, to get my customers to their destination the quickest, safest, and cheapest way possible in a friendly environment. That blew Harvey away, especially when he noticed that the inside of the cab matched the outside, spotlessly clean. So as he slid behind the wheel, Wally said, would you like a cup of coffee? I have a thermos of regular and one of decaf. My friend said jokingly, no, I, I prefer a soft drink. Wally smiled and said, no problem. I have a cooler up front with regular and Diet Coke. Water or orange juice, what would you prefer? And Harvey said, I'll take a Diet Coke. Handing him his drink, Wally said, if you'd like something to read, I have the Wall Street Journal, Times, Sports Illustrated, and USA Today. As they were pulling away, Wally handed my friend another laminated card. And these are the stations I get and the music they play, if you'd like to listen to the radio. And is a that weren't enough, Wally told Harvey that he had the air conditioning on and asked if the temperature was good or not. Then he advised Harvey of the best route to his destination for that time of day. He also let him know that he'd be happy to chat and tell him about some of the sights, or if he preferred, he would just be quiet and keep Harvey to his own thoughts. Tell me, Wally, my amazed friend asked the driver, have you always served customers like this? And so Wally smiled in the rearview mirror and said, no, no, not always. In fact, it's only been the last two years. My first five years driving, I spent most of my time complaining like all the rest of the cabbies do. And then I heard the personal growth guru, Wayne Dyer, on the radio one day, and he had just written a book called See You When You Believe It. You'll see it when you believe it. 
And so he said, you know what? If you get up in the morning and expect to have a bad day, you'll rarely disappoint yourself. And so he said, stop complaining. Make yourself different. Don't be a duck. Be an eagle. Ducks quack and complain. Eagles soar above the crowd. And that hit me right between the eyes. Dyer was really talking about me. I was always quacking, complaining. So I decided to change my attitude and become an eagle. I looked around at the other cabs and the drivers, and they were dirty. They were unfriendly. They were unhappy. And so I said, I'm going to do it differently. And I take it that it's paid off for you, Harvey said. It sure has, Wally said. My first year as the Eagle, I doubled my income from the previous year. See, ladies and gentlemen, when you know who you are, it's profitable. And not just in the bank, but in the emotional section as well. So I'm Mr. Black. Today we're talking about repurposing, and we'll be back in three minutes. Stop whining. Have a point. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. George Floyd's death sparked national outrage and propelled the country to confront issues of race and justice like few times before in our history. But between partisan politics and protests, the question remains, are we tackling the issue of race in America honestly? Tough questions like this are here to stay and demand fair and truthful responses if we want to move toward a better collective future. That's why we're bringing national media host Larry Elder together with author and commentator Candace Owens for a one-of-a-kind virtual event, Unbiased, Unvarnished Truth Behind Race in America. Stream Unbiased live on September 17th as Larry and Candace share personal stories and present a straightforward account of the real issues of race in this country. Don't miss this important discussion in a pivotal season in our nation. Get your tickets today at freedom1570.com. Unbiased is brought to you by Roof to Deck Decoration, the Christmas lighting people. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends. He spoke of a friend no longer here, not long ago, had been. In a box at the front of the room, there his friend does rest his final bed. Tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom. And this is what he said. And this is Mr. Black. And you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today we're talking about repurposing. You know, the song that you heard as we're coming in is a song I wrote years ago called The Dash of Your Life. Uh, And it really is about living our life with a purpose. I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends. 
He spoke of a friend no longer here, not long ago, had been. In a box at the front of the room, his friend does lay his final bed, tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom, and this is what he said. There's the date of our birth and the day that we die. Our space between the dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live your life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Think about that. Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be at the end or mid-dash range. You can't control the length of your dash. This is for God to divine. But the width, intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time, your time before the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions are rehashed. It's okay to be proud of the things they say about how you spent your dash. And that's what it means to have a purpose. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, again and again and again and again? And what you got to realize is God has a purpose for each and every one of us. And we are made in the image of God. You know the in the thing. beginning, God created. Yeah, Joe Bud knows the thing. He just can't remember what the thing is. But I do remember the thing. In Genesis 1-1, in the thing, says in the beginning, God created. And I always tell people, stop right there. Our first introduction to God is as creator. And then 25 verses later, he says, let us make man in our image, unto our likeness. Don't you hear it? We were made to create. We were made in the image of God. That's the key. We were not given a spirit of fear. We're not given a spirit of hide in our basement. We're not given a spirit of fear to hide behind a mask. We are bold. We're courageous. And that's why in the Bible, Ecclesiastes 3, one of the favorite passages, is there's a time for everything. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. And we live in an interesting time with a pandemic, with a media part of the Democratic Party and just wants to condition you so that you'll vote for Joe Biden and nobody else. And we got to take this time to repurpose because things have changed. And what you can do is be bitter and angry, be confused like the left wants you to, or you can choose to repurpose and refocus because that's what leaders do. I mean, our perfect example is in the Bible. There's a man in the Bible, one of the kings of Israel, called Manasseh. You should look him up. Second Chronicles 33. And he was a bad king. He was an evil king. He was the son of Hezekiah. He took over when he was, I think, like 12 years old. And the irony was Hezekiah was going to die, and God blessed him with 15 more years. And if you think about it, from that came Manasseh. When Hezekiah died, Manasseh became king. And if God wouldn't have given Manasseh, I mean, Hezekiah, 15 more years, we would never be telling the story because you wouldn't know who Manasseh was because he would have been dead because his father never created him. And so God reached out to Manasseh and the people, but they would not listen, the Bible says. And so God sent the Assyrians, who were their enemies, to capture Manasseh and took him away to exile. He's in prison. He's defeated. He's humiliated. And while in exile, in his distress, the Bible says, he sought the favor of the Lord his God, and he humbled himself greatly before the God of his ancestors. And when he prayed to him, the Lord was moved by his entreating and listened to his plea, so he brought him back to Jerusalem and to his kingdom. And then, then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. 
Now the repentant Manasseh was restored to his kingdom and started to rebuild Judah militarily. And he also began to institute religious reforms. He got rid of the foreign gods and removed all the images from the temple and the Lord, as well as all the altars he had built on the temple hill in Jerusalem. And he threw them out of the city and then restored the altar of the Lord and sacrificed fellowship offerings and thank offerings. Think about this. Manasseh was the one who killed Isaiah, one of the most famous prophets in the Old Testament. You know how he did it? He stuffed them in a log and sawed the log in half. That's how bad that dude was. But you know what happened? Manasseh was brought to his knees. Manasseh was brought down low. Because that's where leaders go when they're not sure. They get on their knees and they seek God. And because he repented, he changed his mind. Because he repented, he repurposed his life. Think about that. That's what the word means, to repent, to repurpose, to change your direction, to think differently, to pivot. And I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, this time of the pandemic pandemic is a purposeful moment. There's never been an emergency meeting of the Trinity. God knows exactly what's going on. God knows where you're at. He knows where I'm at. He knew this was going to happen. He sits above time. He's omniscient. One thing about God, you got to know, God cannot learn. If God was ever learn one thing, he would cease to have perfect knowledge and he would cease being God. And so there's never been an emergency meeting of the Trinity. And since we serve a purposively striving God, everything has a reason. Then there's an opportunity here. And maybe God's giving you this opportunity to repurpose your life, to take a new look at it. The problem is when things are going well and we're smelling ourselves, we won't take a look at things. September 11, 2001 changed a lot of people's lives for a short period of time because people realized that America was not safe anymore. Their whole world was shocked, was rocked. When someone dies, we relook at our lives. The birth of a child, we look at our life. We start asking and answering important questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? And so, ladies and gentlemen, what if? Remember the great commercial by Hewlett Packard? What if? What if this slowdown is so that you can refocus, to repurpose? You are unique. There's nobody else like you. Of all the billions of creatures ever made, you're special. That's why yes, black lives matter. And your life matters. And my life matters. God can use one person to make huge impact. We're talking about the Bible. Look at Cyrus. There's a man in the Bible called Cyrus. Cyrus was not a believer in God of the Bible. No, nope, he was not. No, he was a heathen. But you know, God called Cyrus out. And use Cyrus to bring the Jews back after the diaspora of 70 years separation. It was God that did that through a, a man called Cyrus 150 years before he was, the Bible mentioned him. I think Donald Trump is a Cyrus. That God's called him out for this time, for this purpose. I believe Donald Trump has been repurposed his life. It was about making money, about fame and fortune. And now it's about making America great again. You have a chance to repurpose. And if not you, then who? If not now, then when? Because you are special. You are unique. There's nobody else out there like you. And you have a chance to do something with that specialness. So what we're going to do is go through what is your mission? What is your purpose? Why do you get up each day? Do what you do. Get up the next day and do it again and again and again. Who are you? Why are you here? Those are the three questions of a leader. Who are you? Why are you here? And what do you do? A mission statement is your baseline for everything else. If you don't know why you're here, then you're wasting some time. And with our lives, we're so busy. We had so much to do. We have ball games to go to, we have church to go to, we have this to take care of, that to take care of, a 401k to fund, all that. Well, God has now removed a lot of that from us. What if you were to take this time, instead of feeling sorry for yourself, instead of buying into the lies and the fear that the world wants you to do, what if 
you were to take a look at your life with brand new eyes? What if I was to go up to the, the person who knew you better than anybody else in the world, and I asked them to give me five words to describe you? What would you want those five words to be? How would you want to be remembered when you're no longer on this planet? See, that is the starting point for your repurposing. You begin with the end in mind. When this is all wrapped up and you're ready to go find out if there is a God, how do you want to be remembered? That's your starting point. You begin at the end, and then we work ourselves backwards. So I am Mr. Black. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about repurposing because we've been slowed down. And you couldn't control that we were slowed down, but you can control what you do with this time. I am Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Because you know this Trump train don't stop. Tell Beto to please come try to take my block. You want to impeach him. I guess that's what you do when you can't beat him. I need to dead that. And I'm coming through your hood in my red hat. And they say they looking for me. I say, where? Because it seems like they all high like some scared cats. You can tell the deep state that I said. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. At American Family Insurance, we know owning a business takes hard work. From long days to long nights, starting your own business is a dream worth pursuing. We're right here in your community and we'll be here for you every step of the way. American Family Insurance is focused on protecting the business you've worked so hard to build so you can keep moving towards what's next. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 536. Quit smoking now for half price through this special offer from Breathe Therapy and this station. Get one Breathe Therapy program for $250. Breathe Therapy is fast, easy, and effective. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab and Half Price Offers, or call the station now. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. It's a fact of life. Still come to set things right in the dash of your life. Think about that. Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be at the end or mid-dash range. And I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And you're right. As I, I should say, I'm right. Uh, the time is now. You know, we've been slowed down. We've been this coronavirus. We've been locked in our houses. You know, it's, uh, 
And, uh, you know, if you don't do something with your mind and leave it on autopilot, it'll go in the rears. I'm telling you right now, and that sounded weird, but <laughs> it'll go in the negative way. How about that? Go in the rears. What's he talking about? What's your mind doing in your butt? I don't know. <laughs> I know. So, CDC's Redfield should sound alarm about suicides amid coronavirus outbreaks. See, this is something going on that no one's talking about. Because, again, they want to keep the government shut down and keep my kids out of school because they want Donald Trump to lose the election. I know Science. some of you don't want to believe that. It's just a sad reality. My wife was in tears today signing up my son for school because our schools give two options. You can either go to school physically, and you have the kids have to wear a mask all the time. They're in a little plexiglass little thing by themselves. There's no playground. They can't touch each other. They have to wear masks the whole time. Uh, the t- t- teachers can't. My son will hate that. He'll become panicky. He'll become afraid. I don't want my kids growing up being afraid of other people. I don't want my kids growing up to be bubble boy, uh, to where they're living in a plexiglass shield. I'd rather my kids and I not be alive. I'm just going to be honest with you. You got to be careful what you're allowing the world to do to you and your family. And some of you are doing it so wantonly because you just want to live. Well, there's a lot of things worse than dying. A lot of things worse than dying. Suicides have spiked amid the coronavirus pandemic, specifically among high school students. You hear that? Our kids are slaughtering themselves because they're depressed, because their world's changing from them. And so, some of us are going along just so Donald Trump looks bad. And man, some of you need to check yourself. You need to look in the mirror. And really, is it really worth destroying Donald Trump and destroying all these kids just so you get a guy out of the White House? A guest on Thursday's night edition of the Ingram Angle, Robert Redfield, who's director of Centers for Disease Control, should be sounding alarm. Quote, it's pretty incredible because a lot of us predicted this might happen, and unfortunately it appears that it is happening. Uh, This is what uh, Ingram said. Self-harm, ready for this? Self-harm is the number two cause of death among teenagers after accidents. Kills thousands a year. When you're comparing it to the virus that kills tens a year in the age bracket, even a tiny increase. Who's tracking all the people that die from the repercussions? How many millions of people are losing their homes? How many millions of businesses will be shut down 50, 60, 100 years old, 30 years old, never reopening it? And some of you don't even pay attention to that. The marriages that are broken up. I'm telling you right now, there are, there are four groups of people that I went to, a, a graduates of mine, that I went to an event with uh, eight months ago, that they were all graduates. Two of those four couples are now getting divorced because of coronavirus. Two of the four. But all you want to do is put your mask on and stay in your house and do all the social distancing. You know what? There are a lot of things worse. Uh, and if you know the true facts, we're being scared to death. But what we can do, instead of letting our minds go awry, instead of our minds do what they do and go negative and get depressed, get suicidal, uh, alcohol addiction is going up, drug addiction is going up, people are watching more TV, putting on lots of weight, so all kinds of medical conditions that aren't being treated are getting worse. Oh my gosh. You guys got to realize there's a lot more people dying emotionally, physically, mentally, relationally than would even come close to actually dying from the coronavirus. And so what if? What if you were to take this time and realize that you're here for a special purpose? And maybe this slowdown, maybe this pandemic is your opportunity to repurpose yourself. You have a reason that you were created. You realize since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Think about this. Nobody of all the billions of people, maybe trillions of people that have walked on this planet, Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands, or your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. Think about this. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way. And what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response in another person. You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities, your your skills, your past, your history, your trauma, your drama. You're the only one. There's always going to be someone who is better at one thing or another. Every person, we could say, is going to be a superior to someone else, at least in one way. But nobody, could get this, nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents or your feelings. Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare. In all rarity, there's enormous value. 
And because of your great value, the need for you to imitate everyone else is absolutely wrong. You happen to be special. And it's no accident that you are. Please, please realize that God made you for a special purpose. And maybe right now this time is for you to repurpose, to reimagine, to reexamine. Life is busy. The old saying I heard a pastor say one time, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. So what if? What if you've been given the slow down time not to feel sorry for yourself, not to put on 40 pounds, not to smoke a little more pot or drink a little more alcohol or have a little more sex. But what if God's brought you to this valley so that you can grow? Think about this. The valleys in the world are the most fertile places. The San Joaquin Valley. And what happens in valleys? Water gathers. People have to look up. Because we're in a pit, everybody looks up. So what if it's time to look up again? What if? You got my point? What if you repurposed yourself? God has a job for you that no one else can do as well as you can. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has a unique and right combination of what it takes. And that one is you. What if we repurposed? So here's what you do. Take this opportunity and start with this. Answer this question. If you were to die and someone went up to the person who knew you better than anybody else and asked you, asked them, should say, to give them five words that described you best, what would you want those words to be? That's your starting point. And you identify those five values. And then you take the roles. What are the different roles? Like for me, I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a radio show host. I'm a friend. I'm a warrior for God. I'm an author. All those roles. And pick out the top three to five roles. And then I merge that with those five words. And then I use some conjunctions and some prepositions and some other stuff to tie the whole thing together. What if? That's what you're going to start with a mission statement. Put together statements, who you are. It's what you do, the quality in which you do it. And here's three questions to figure out when your mission statement is done. Number one, does it describe the best possible you? Here's what you do with a mission statement. When you write a mission statement, you don't write it as you are today. You write it as you want it to be. In other words, a mission statement properly written is the best possible you way in the future, but written as if it's true today. And that's why I tell you, you got to begin with the end of mind. Begin with the end of mind. Go to the very end of your life. You're in a box up front. What did you accomplish? What did you get done? What does the best possible you look like, sound like, feel like, whatever those things are? So in your mission statement, does it describe you living to your best possible outcome? The second question, does it list the principles I mean the best possible he lives by? So you want to describe the best possible you, and then you want to list the principles of the best possible you. And then number three, here's the key thing. Does that statement that you just read, does it inspire you? Does it give you chills? That's your mission statement for where you go from this day forward. You're going to draw a line in the sand and say, up until now, up until now, I've been doing this, but now I'm ready to refocus, to repurpose. See, ladies and gentlemen, this doesn't have to be a bad time. Remember, the frame we put around something gives it meaning. You can look at this as a blessing or a curse. You can look at it as negative or positive. The way you look at something puts a frame around it. And so you must remember that. And so what if you took this time, like Kodak did, and like Taco Bell did at one time, and like Marriott did at one time, and like Hasbro did at one time, and like all these other companies that at some point when they had a low point, they repurposed themselves. That's my prayer for you. And go to likeitmatters.net, and I can help you out with that. Or once a day, an hour of power from 11 a.m. to 12 noon, listen to Like It Matters Radio. And if you miss any show, go to likeitmattersradio.com. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. 
Have a point. I am going to think about this. I am really going to think about this. Silence. That's enough. Put down the mic. Spokesperson. This ad is sponsored by the Wilden Law Firm with Principal Office in Houston, Texas. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bear, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of Weed Killer Roundup. Call our Weed Killer Cancer Hotline now to see if you are entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed Diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and exposed to Roundup? Call now. Our attorneys have the experience and specialize in fighting for everyday people to get you the compensation you deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-880-8579 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-880-8579. 800-880-8579. 